The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. World premiere. Welcome, everybody, to the Home Gamers Podcast, episode number 320. I am your host, Gunny Chief, and with me today from the great state of Ohio, home of the Bucks, Bucks Buccaneers, I always forget, Buckeyes, the Buckeyes. Buckeyes. Mayo, what's going on, Mayo? Hey, what's up, Gunny? How you doing? Hey, doing pretty good. It's a little smoky out here in the great state of California. We still got fires going on, but I don't think there's a lot of risk to many homes as it is just up in the mountains but man still just so much smoke and people are staying indoors as much as possible uh but uh yeah other than that doing good and went to the house over in uh hidden valley up there and everybody was allowed to go back and had a great time at the lake sunday so it was a good weekend very nice. good weekend what about you i've been kind of just on the run been running everywhere and working and being like Jesus, you know, we're kind of missing him again tonight, but, uh, you know, it is working a lot. Coker's keeping us busy right now. Yeah, they, they sure are. I'll tell you, I, so I delivered all the independent grocery stores. So not so much, so much like a Kroger or a Safeway. I do everything but them. Um, and yeah, they are like super extra busy and yeah, I'll be, that's what I'll be doing starting tomorrow. But folks go check us out on Twitter. We have a Twitter account at underscore horrible gamers on the twitter machines and leave us a review over on itunes that's the apple store the great apple store itunes you can leave reviews over there and we also have a facebook group called horrible gamers podcast community type those in people just go to facebook.com slash groups slash horrible gamers and patreons people i do not have the patreon list jesus has that locked down with that's a secret. But I can tell you what, I logged in today and there are 18 members. So I want to thank all 18. I can remember like nine of them. So I'm half, but I don't want to <laughs> name nine and go, I don't know about the other nine. But no, thank you to all 18. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Patreons. It means a lot to us. I uh, We have Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher Premium. So if you go to Stitcher Premium, you get a free month. And I believe that's if you use the Horrible Gamers, all caps, you can apply that and listen to premium shows over at Stitcher. If you're already on Stitcher, that's cool. It's a good app. It's yeah. a good podcast app. Yeah, one month of uh, free premium access there for you. And there's no space in there either. So there's just Horrible Gamers, all caps. No and we are, they are always adding new shows on there. Um, some of it interests me. Some of it doesn't. Uh, I think the latest one now is, uh, what is it called? It's... Um, it's all about Tiger Woods. So it's the all-American Tiger Woods. It's a reporter who follows Tiger around all day. Lucky him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're always refreshing. Stitcher does a good job at that. And Redbubble, redbubble.com. That's where you can find all of our nice gear, like our mugs, shirts. You can go buy a shirt. And a clock with all three of our mugs on them. <laughs> well, I, I like the clock. There. It is so cool. <laughs> but yeah, we yeah, have other things. Cool clock. We have throw pillows. We've got acrylic blocks. 
Those could be used as weapons, folks. Just put those near the door. So when you have intruders, just you could, these blocks will take somebody out. I'm telling you, they're heavy. And yeah, we have our board prints, posters, stickers, you name it. We have it. But go get yourself a t-shirt. And we our intro song is done by Fowler and Twist X. Breakout, folks. So thank you for that. I believe we have a new outro song i don't know what it is yet was it the outro or the intro mail do you remember i believe this is the um, outro I think, song i think jesus is working on both i think it, we have an outro and an intro hey so too. maybe you already listened to whatever it was that i didn't hear so shout out to those people for the intro and the outro because this will all get edited later but thank you jesus um and thank you guys for providing us with those awesome tunes and now on to the games. May I know that you haven't played a whole lot, but I did want to get on today um, because I did play a lot of Wasteland 3. So I just mm -hmm. want to kind of go right into that. Um, so yeah, Wasteland 3. I've never played any previous titles. I know the, the only like gameplay I think I've even seen on these games was watching a Blaze from the Blaze Experience, Derek. Um, I think I watched him stream some wasteland 2 and it almost reminds me of like almost like the earlier fallout games fallout 1 and 2 again which i've never played um and again those were all that isometrical top-down team-based strategy games no right away again I, I haven't played any of the wasteland games either i i just kind of assumed they were kind of like an XCOM type game am i am i wrong in that aspect no and i saw somebody had posted that and so yeah this is I would say it's it's it, it is like an XCOM game. Well, it, it's a little different, I think, because there is a lot of like you'll come into an area and you're free to move around with your other companions, and you'll see a box and you'll come over and you'll loot that box and take the items out of it, and you know and you can move around the room. And I think it, it's not until you really walk up upon like an enemy where it will trigger that that sort of. Uh, the uh, turn-based combat so that it will become yes it'll become just like an XCOM game in that in that matter so but yeah it's um let me see here do 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 it has a so i just want to go back to like i know that the second there was like a wasteland 2 and they did a remaster and they put that on game pass but it looked really like really like old pc like 1998 kind of not graphics but gameplay style and i thought oh whoa i don't know this is not for me you know and i felt like i was moving mm -hmm. like chess pieces around like this board i thought no it's not not something i'm into but um yeah so this came out uh, i've been playing mostly on xbox it's not running very well on the console itself for some reason so i'll, I'll probably switch it over and play it on pc uh the rest of this week kind of see how that goes it's it's just stuttering a lot like, even for a game that doesn't require a lot of, like, I wouldn't think CPU, where, for example, I might come across an NPC and I go to talk to that person, and I'll move the right stick to kind of move the camera around to get a better angle, and it just, it stutters, and the person speaking is stuttering. Uh, but those are just some of the, like, only hiccups that I've really come across. But uh, other than that, like, every person that you come across is fully voiced, which is cool. It's not just dialogue. So that's that's definitely like something that's really cool. 
Um, and I think the voice acting is done pretty well for all the people you come across. But it starts out where you, I want to say you come out, you're coming from, you're an Arizona Ranger, right? You know, this is Apocalypse. Um, so mm-hmm. you come to Colorado and you meet these, these, I want to, I'll just call them marauders really is what they are. But I guess they are all Rangers is who you're meeting mostly. Um, you know, they're there for the greater cause of the good of, of the state of Colorado. So, um, yeah. And so, yeah, you meet the base commander there and he's trying to set you up with like, uh, uh, pretty much just other, um, objectives and things that you need to complete. But yeah, so far it's pretty good so far. I mean, I'm enjoying it. So it's, um, the turn-based stuff is cool. You know, I, I think I set it definitely to like maybe not baby mode, but I, I definitely set it on easy because, um, you know, I'm not that's even how I have it set up on XCOM since I don't play those a ton. But um, yeah, the uh, but that's pretty much the story. You're a ranger and you go out and complete these, you know, complete story, do the objectives and, uh, you know, collect loot, sell it, upgrade weapons. You're collecting a lot of stuff, which is kind of cool because. Um, you know, you can up, I think the upgrading of the weapons and wearing the armor and upgrading that, it's pretty good, like real good R- RPG stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But the dialogue is very much that that Western, like, hillbilly talk and yo yonder and you're going to get it, you know. And <laughs> it it's like I always bring back that thing of where that movie I always reference, like the hills have eyes, you know, and some of these people were like bird heads and. They're talking about we're gonna get you and 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 God's on my side and you're we're going through the deluge you know I'm like what the heck's the deluge you know <laughs> just 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 the real <laughs> humorous silly talk um, right and yeah so I'll mention one one of these uh, missions that I went on because you get this vehicle where once you leave the base you you have this vehicle and it's just it's just sort of basic and basic controls on the controller and it doesn't do anything other than the fact that if you get stuck, you just press Y to have a tow truck come out and, you know, unstick you. But, um, yeah, but you just drive from one objective to the next. And graphic-wise, it looks pretty cool. I have no idea, like, where I'm going because everything's in the dark. I'm just going to kind of driving around until I find something. Um, but, yeah, once you get to said place, you you basically travel to that location um, and, you know, go meet the people or fight people or whatever the heck it might be. But yeah, there's a mission there where I come across, there's this giant Ronald Reagan statue, right? And it's moving around and it's like, what the heck is going on here? You know? And he, you know, he, he of course has the voice of Ronald Reagan and you go and meet Nancy, right? And, you know, like Nancy Reagan, right? But everybody is named Nancy, you know? And, everybody's real proud to be called Nancy if you're a woman, you know, and be, and be married to the Ronald statue. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But basically you're looking for what the heck is his name? I forgot his name, but it's the, like the, the main guy who's in charge of Colorado. You're going to go, you're trying to go find his kids because they'll eventually want to be in charge of Colorado. So that, I think that's like your, the objective that I'm on now. And, yeah, it's a little, like, some of that stuff is just a little bizarre, you know, with the Ronald Reagan statue, and, yeah, it's it's weird. So, um, but combat-wise, 
it's a little different, I think, from like an XCOM where it's not very spread out. Everything feels a lot closer, like on your squares. It's not like, not like I found like the best place to, you know, let's say find a, not shelter, but you're, you know, you're behind cover, right? And I felt like it was just maybe easier to like just have everybody right up near the enemies because there might just only be two of them. You know, they might just be two robots or two, you know, mutated dogs or something. And then I felt like they were fairly easy to take out. Um, there is like also like this option to where you can, you know, once you find like, you know where the enemies are and they'll have like that, almost like the eyeball of like, hey, you know, they can't see you or they're going to see you, that sort of thing, that sort of mechanic. So you can take your your team and kind of place them in certain locations kind of before and then and then go ahead and attack you know initiate the actual turn-based combat but i haven't quite figured that out yet like like how is that going to help me um yeah so i've just been excuse me been going in with everybody and uh yeah everybody all at once and maybe over time like i'll have to actually probably be more strategic about it Right. I'll have to definitely give it a shot, you know, especially since it's on Game Pass, you know, it's, it's just right there to download. So all I do is just waste the time of downloading it. If I don't like it, I don't like it, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of dialogue. I'll tell you that right now. So there are things like where you come on a mission and your your reputation, like you can gain reputation by, you know, by they're saying things like, for, uh, like, oh, I'm the best, uh, not a blacksmith, but, you know, I, so I, the person that made that Ronald Reagan statue or whatever, whatever they're going to be called, like a mechanic or something, you know, and you can be like, what, if you like that Ronald Reagan statue so much, why don't you marry it? You know, <laughs> like, like that was one of the options. So I chose it and I lost reputation because I was being sarcastic, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I should have just said you're, you are awesome and you're amazing. So I was trying to like, there was like a way to almost like, kind of get that reputation back up with that person i really don't know how that's going to affect me in the future with that person because i was reading somewhere where they were saying this game is like could be possibly 100 hours so i'm like oh okay so you're probably going to come back to this location more than several times uh to either barter goods or buy supplies or something but um yeah, and, um, yeah, so far it's, I mean, the the actual dialogue and everything. Normally I would just be, like, yawning at such dialogue, you know, like, oh my gosh, there's too much of it. But it's it's definitely holding my interest. So this is from In Exile, you know, and it reminds me of, uh, you know, a little, little more dialogue than what you'd find in, like, an Outer Worlds game. But yeah, Wasteland 3, it's good. Good game so far, good RPG. Recommend that. And what else did I play? Gears number five with Pinpoint, Jonathan, Big D Hall, and Johnny Don't. All we played was just, uh, what do we play? I always forget the name of these things that they're, it's not the you Horde guys... Mode. Hmm? Oh, I'll get ready to call it the Horde Mode. Yeah. No, it's the other thing that you do that, like, it's, it's more like you're just kind of running down a straight path, but it's more about escape. Maybe that's what it's called. It's called escape. <laughs> Oh, is um, that the one that you have, like, uh, you know, like, yeah, I remember it. 
think I played it with him once. Yeah, and we, gosh, I want to say, I know John, he had put it on easy, and it was just, it was just the three of us, and then Johnny Dalt left, but it, then it like, almost like increased the difficulty. Well, it's a little harder with just two people. You know, when you have multiple enemies coming at you and you have a limited supply of ammo. Because that's what these games are. They just give you a limited supply of ammo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's not much in your pistol or assault rifle. But, um, yeah, we just we just kept bailing at the end. Not even at the end. I think we were, like, halfway. They're like, all right, forget it. We're just going to go play, uh, play some board. And I think they were called, like, unique experiences. And all that... John was just choosing that, but all it really was was just 12 rounds of Horde. That's the that's the only thing. He and he was talking about the the map that we played like he's never seen it before. So at least they're adding more maps, which is cool. Um, and again, played that on easy mode. Still fun though, you know. It's still fun even when you have five people. But I thought, man, you know, like can we get five people and play on medium or hard difficulty? Because I have beat it on hard difficulty with five people. Uh, but you gotta have five, man. You start getting down into threes, and it's like, it's like you're just running and not shooting. But yeah, Gears Five, it always looks good, man. It is a good looking game. It's something I never finished a campaign. I should go back and finish that campaign. Even even though that's the only one I ever played, I should go back and finish that. It's a good camp. I only played three hours of it, and then I never touched it again because my whole thing was, you know, just basically horde mode. Probably the best part of it. But, um, yeah, the only other thing I played on Xbox, I pretty much just played Xbox games. Um, it's called Xenon Racer, X-E-N-O-N. It's just a free trial of a racing mm-hmm. game. And it's just these futural electric cars with boost. Almost like, uh, reminds me a little bit of Ridge Racer back in the day. I don't think they make, okay. those, make those games anymore. I think but, the last Ridge Racer they made was called... Maybe like Unbound. Yeah. I have one on Steam. I I want to say I had that on 360, and yeah, I really enjoyed the Ridge Racer games. I I believe I also owned it on PC many years ago. Um, but yeah, this is like also that that very fast game uh, racing like, types type thing where you know you're coming around the corner, you're hitting boost, and then you're you're kind of tapping your B button to to uh, what is it when you turn your vehicle? What do they call that? You're almost like uh, sliding, you know. Are you talking like like drifting? Drifting. Thank you. I was never a drifter in the Forza games, and never. Uh, but this one, it's just a, it's more of a slight drift. It's not like a full on, you know, you're fully sideways type thing. But but there is a drift to it, and like I was actually getting getting pretty good at it. But again, it was just a trial. I don't know how much the game is. Probably twenty or thirty bucks. But yeah, they actually gave you a pretty healthy trial. I think it was like one or two hours of it. Nice. But yeah, I think next time it's on sale, I'm gonna pick it up. It was, it was good. Cars look good. You're in, you're in like Tokyo, future Tokyo and stuff, and yeah, good graphics, cool looking cars. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I played. What about you, Mayo? What'd you oh. play? Oh man, so I've been on, you know, I've been on hiatus the last couple of weeks here, you know, scheduling issues and stuff like that. But uh, um, let me go back, probably like a week and a half ago, I played some uh, Dead Cells. Uh, they had a new update come out on Dead Cells. So, of course, naturally, 
anytime with Dead Cells has its update, I have to play it. I got to check it out. And they added, uh, the biggest draw was they added another level. They can cut another biome, I guess, um, right before the last boss. So before, when you would make a run, you can take different paths to the final boss, and you always ended up at High Castle, which is the last level before you had to fight the boss. And uh, they added an alternative route. And uh, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head because it's been like a week and a half ago. But it has a whole bunch of exploding barrels, and it has like a, like a platforming stuff where you got to like go between these falling barrels that are exploding and stuff, and you got to like not get hit. And you got these enemies that throw barrels at you that explode and do like a ton of damage. It was actually really difficult. Um, I didn't try it on normal. I was playing it on the, the 2BC, which is the level that I'm on, trying to be still forever now, it feels like. But uh, just grinding through it, and they asked, it also added kind of a neat feature. They added a 16-bit soundtrack. So it's like almost like an old-school throwback. It's like the nice. same audio, you know, same songs and all that kind of stuff for each level. But it's done as like a 16-bit more... More arcade style. Yeah. More retro. So, um, that 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 update is actually going to be coming to consoles here pretty soon. It's not out there for the Xboxes yet, but it will be coming out pretty soon, from my understanding. Um, they're just kind of finishing it up, and but I'm enjoying it. it they do give you a couple of new weapons. Uh, there's like two new weapons, I think, and that new level, then that new new soundtrack you can change to begin the game. So, nice. again, another nice free update. You know, it's all free idea. Free DLC from them guys. They've only ever charged one time, and I think it was maybe either nine or five dollars. And it was a whole big update. You know, it's a whole new biome, and it was a whole bunch of new weapons and all that stuff. But you know, as as much as a lot, so many people like this game, and people are always like, I wish they'd actually charge for the updates so we could actually support the developer because people are buying this game and putting hours into it, and yes. you know, they're just giving away the content, and they're like. Yeah, that's definitely it's definitely you're... like a love or hate game, right? Like, yeah, you know, if you're into these types of games, then you're gonna love this one. Yeah, and they're they're a small developer, so you know they can use the support. So it's it's kind of like yeah, you definitely want to support these guys because they make a really good game. It's really fun. I feel that I did. I bought them like right away when it came out on Steam, like immediately. Mm-hmm. Like I barely knew any anything about it, and I think Ryan was like, maybe he had told me about it or. He's like, you buying that game? I'm like, bought it already. Done. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I remember, bought it early on Steam. I guess way before I was doing this show, it, it, it came out. And I remember Ryan talking about it. And I remember messaging him one time, and like I had just beaten it, and he was um he was trying to finish it up, and I was giving him some pointers on how to do it and stuff, and how to do some things because there's some things in that game it doesn't really explain very well, but once you learn it, it makes complete sense, and you're like, oh, I get it now, you know. And I was explaining him these things, and and then he was able to go through and beat it the first time. And but ever again makes this mistake. They finish the game one time and they think they've completely beat this game. And there's five levels of difficulty you can you can go through. And each time you change that level of difficulty, it changes a whole bunch of the game. Yeah. So now, like on me, on two BC, the very first level has new enemies. Like there's enemies that were in the original normal difficulty, but they've added like three or four different enemy types that you run across that you would run into later in the game. And they do a lot of damage. And so you got to make sure you don't get hit. And then at this difficulty level, you don't get any heals in between rounds. So you can't, you don't want to carry too much damage into the bosses or take much damage from a boss. It gets way more difficult. But the game that's kind of neat is once you get to 5 BC, 
and you beat the 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 last boss. It's not actually the last boss anymore. They have another level that goes past that. Mm. But the only way you can do it is you beat it on the absolutely hardest difficulty, and you can get back. You can go to this next level, and then it has another boss at the end of that that most people don't even know about. So wow. that's kind of neat that you can go and fight this boss. Um, and I can give away because I know that it's others. You know, it's not like a spoiler, but. It's the guy that you do the upgrade to that has the big, like, syringe-looking thing. Yeah. That guy becomes a boss you have to fight at the very end of the game. Wow. And yeah. so so that's, like, the true end. So everybody says, oh, I beat it on, you know, I beat yes. that game and I yeah. left it. And I'm like, no, dude, you, you, you're you missing out because if you can go all the way up to the 5 BC, there's a whole new level and then a whole new boss. That you've never even fought. So Well, that's a lot of grinding. Yeah, that's what you've been hard. doing. I mean, that's what it's... you've been doing to get this game completed. And I've been on this two BC for like a year. You know, <laughs> I just can't get through it. It's difficult. And yeah. I just know like you know what's funny is runs. You know, we where I just reset real quick because I take damage like early on. Like you almost want to go through the whole first two three levels without even taking a hit because you just know you're not gonna get any health and through you know the whole entire game. So. Yeah, and we talk about these other games that are on Steam. Not to say that they're they're not good or anything, but I'm like, man, it's just like uh, it's like Dead Cells. Yeah, but they're yeah, like I, they're all imitators, you know, compared to this one. Yeah, I find a bunch of people compare games to Dead Cells. You know, it, it's almost got that Dark Souls kind of feel. Like people compare games to like Dark Souls, or they'll say it's a Souls like. Yeah. And now people are like, this is like a Dead Cells like game. <laughs> you know, so that's awesome. Dead for them Cells, to take yeah, of. Dark Souls platformer. Yeah, that's pretty much but, what that is. But yeah, I love my Dead Cells. I, I still continue to. That's my go-to game. I just want to sit back and relax. I don't want to put a bunch of time and thought into anything. Just go through and, and just try to beat that dumb two BC again, you know, and just work my way through. Um, some other stuff I've been playing. I'm still playing a little bit of Horizon Zero Dawn on the PC. Um, they've done multiple patches to make this game run a little bit better. It still doesn't get great frame rates on my PC. Even though I have a pretty, you know, beefy PC with this, you know, 2080 Super and this uh, i9 10th Gen CPU from Intel, it still only gives me about 80 frames. But that's running ultra on 1440 resolution too. But but it it only gives me, you know, 80 frames, which isn't bad. It just I wish it could be higher. You know, uh, Dead uh, oh my God, Death Stranding runs so much better than than what Horizon does. And mm. I don't I don't know if Horizon's just, you know, I've heard people say it's a bad port. I don't know. I just know, it, you know, 80 frames, it's doable. You know, and it just, I'm enjoying the game when, when I actually can sit down and play it. Like, I, I feel like I have to be in the mood to play that game, though. Like, I will sit down and I'll play it, and I'm like, oh, this game's really fun. I'm really enjoying it, and I'll play it for a while. And then when I step away from it, I just tend to stay away from it for a while. Mm. I, I I'm like, oh, yeah, I should play that game. <laughs> Don't feel bad, because I, I bought that on PlayStation, and I've, you know, I mean, here I am in this room with, with the PC and the Xbox, and it's over there still. I just, the only thing I did was take it out of the wrapper and install it. That's it. That was over okay, eight, so, uh, almost a year ago, you. <laughs> eight months ago. And I remember, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not real far, and I did this whole proving thing, and you, you kind of get your first boss encounter where this big, like, spider-looking thing comes in, and it possesses these other, these other robots, and they break in your area, and you got to, like, stop them and it was a fun fight i had fun with that the audio is great it, it sounds really good and and stuff through the headphones and everything it sounds amazing and i enjoyed that fight and i 
got into the more open world aspect of the game and I just kind of stepped away one day and I just haven't really returned since. So, hmm. yeah. Just, you know, I don't know if it's, I'm just too sidetracked to just, you know, all this stuff going on or whatever or not, but, uh, um, pretty much just have not come back to it. And I almost had the itch to play it today and then I got sidetracked again. So, maybe Yeah, tomorrow. that can happen pretty easy. <laughs> Yep. Um, I just gonna throw this out there. Um, there's one other game. Um, I myself have not played it, but it's been played a lot at my house. My son has played this a lot, and I've watched a lot of it over his shoulder, and he just absolutely loves this game. It's it's five dollars on Steam, Gunny, mm-hmm. and it's free on mobile. The game is called Among Us, and this game is actually a lot of fun. This actually be fun with a a good group on Discord. Like we can get get some guys in the community together and maybe we can play this game. So you can have, I think, 10 people in a group from what I've seen. And you're on a little space station. It's top down, you know, it's real simple, probably like 16 bit graphics. And you have 10 people and you're all in this room and you're, you, you'll have like, you can set it up to have like one or two or maybe even three, um, imposters. And the imposters job is to kill all the other members on the, on the ship. But you have to do it discreetly, almost kind of like a, it makes it like a whodunit kind of game. Yes. So everybody's given tasks, and they all run off in different directions when the round starts. And you, the murderer, act like you're going off to do a task, and you and they all can't see you. So, like, they all have their own screen, and they can they only see what's on their screen. And you can go through, like, these tunnels and shortcuts, and, and you can kind of see around and see where people are going. And you go, and you, and you, and you off a guy. And when you, when you kill this guy, you know, they get put if you're an online match and you're not playing with actual people you know they get put into a dead chat where they can't interact with the guys that are still alive in chat so it separates the two chats so the people that are dead can't sit there and spoil it for the guys that are still alive so say one or two people die in the very first round and these other people get these tasks they have to complete as they complete those tasks there's a progress bar across the top that progress bar gets filled up the other the other people win so your goal is the um imposter is to kill off the whole entire crew or stop them and so when you kill a person when somebody will spot the dead body and they call a meeting and so the game will kind of pause and it takes everybody that's alive and it puts them in a room and it lets them talk to each other and they sit there and they try to figure out who the killer was Looks like we got Kyle coming in. Hey, how you doing, Kyle? Uh, I'm doing good. No, so I'm talking about um, Among Us. Uh, Gunny was just telling me in chat here on Type that uh, you've been playing it. Oh uh, yeah, I played it. Yeah. What do you think of Among Us so far? Well, I think it's a very strategic game, and it's pretty fun. Yeah. You know, this is a uh, free on mobile too, and it has cross-platform play, so like you can play with your friends at, and just have them download it on their phone for free. And then you can get in Discord on your phones, and you can play on Discord as long as somebody doesn't vocally ruin the game by get, saying who you know who the killer was. You can uh, you can play that way. Uh, yeah. yeah what, what are you playing this game on? Uh, I'm playing it on PC and Discord. On, on Steam, yeah. Have you bought any of the DLC? I know there's some DLC. My son bought some DLC the other day because he's one been playing it a lot. I only played the base game. 
Okay, yeah, just the DLCs, like, I think it's a lot of cosmetics. So you can buy cosmetics, you can buy different hats. I think you can have a little pet that follows you around. Um, just different looks for your character. I think there's, like, a fireman hat and a policeman hat, you know, and just, like, a cowboy hat or, or whatever not. You can do different colors and stuff. So, but, yeah, it's, it's been, looks like a really entertaining game. He's been asking me to get it for a little while. He bought it on his Steam account. And so I'm going to pick it up on my Steam account so I can play with him also. And, uh... Maybe we'll get a community night going and we can get some people in the community together and we can play this on Discord. Yeah, that'd be fun. Anything you want to add? What, what do you think of, uh, like, the sessions, what, are probably 15 minutes long a run, maybe? like. Uh, I'd say maybe 10 or 5. It just depends how quick the killers are, too. I know I, I watched my son play the one and it, he killed, like, two people in one shot. And then he, there was two imposters, and the other imposter killed two people in one shot. So they killed four people out of the ten, and they, they actually won in two rounds. So it was pretty quick. So he was, he was excited how good they did. But do you like do you like being the imposter, or do you like being the people trying to figure out who the who the killer is? I like being the imposter. Yeah, and trying to blend in and, and try to be strategic. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. yeah. And I'm assuming, like, I haven't played it, but I, you, you, as the imposter, you're trying to persuade them, obviously, that it wasn't you. And be like, look, I've seen this guy over here, and, and try to place the blame on somebody else. And when they, if they vote on somebody else, that person gets kicked out of the spaceship that you're in. And so that person is considered dead then also, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, so basically you can eliminate two or three people on a round real quick, so... But it's like a really good game. And you know what? It's five dollars on Steam. So, and this game has actually actually been out for like a year plus already, and, and it's just now picking up popularity for some reason. I think it's because of the release of the Henry Stickman collection. Yeah, it could be. But but yeah, so good stuff. Uh, that's pretty much. I mean, I don't know if you have anything else you want to add about it, or I think I'll pass it back to Henley. Okay. See ya. All right, have a good one. That was that was, that was Gunny's boy Kyle coming in talking about some uh, Among Us, some good times. Yeah, good times. I knew my Kyle had played that, so I want to get him on here. He can. Yeah, it seems it seems to be popular with the uh, with the Twitch community right now. There's some some big Twitch streamers playing it and getting together, and having a lot of fun with it. You know, it's just that little who did it kind of thing. You know, but that top-down view and it's real simple looking super cheap game easy to get into um i can't remember if it was, you stepped away if you, i was able to hear it or not but you can get this game on mobile for free yeah i see it free on ios and you can cross play with steam oh so nice you can just open up a discord group and we could we could all play together and people wouldn't even have to spend any money on the game unless you want to support the developer and uh you know buy the game from them um, I had some friends that stream regularly, and I, I, I recommended to them, and they've been playing it off stream, and they've been loving it. They were thanking me the other day, like, oh, this game's great, and, you know, I can't believe how fun this is, and we had a great time playing it. And my son, that's like, oh, he's been playing, you know, he's been, he's been playing, he's got a, a core group he plays with, and they just sit there and play for hours upon hours, and, and sometimes they play with randoms, and sometimes he teams up with a couple friends, or sometimes they get a group of 10 together and, and play, so... Good times. Cool. Play locally with up to five to ten. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's got a lot of crossplay on it from Steam. That's cool. Sweet. And yeah, there's cosmetics you can buy, like I saw on 
Kyle, that there's like a little, like you can like a little pet that runs around with you. And I don't know, my son, my son spent $10 on cosmetics on it today. So, but pretty neat game. He, he's been asking me to get it. So I think I'm definitely going to buy it. So that way I, don't, I can play it off his account because it is Steam shared, but we can't play at the same time. So I'll just have to pick it up so we can play together. Yeah. Yeah, I just downloaded it on iOS because I already I already bought the game for my 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 kid, so I'm not gonna buy that. Again. But I can always Steam share <laughs> well, on him. I um, did too, but I'll buy it again. But I never get the opportunity because he's always on Steam. <laughs> yeah, get that. Uh, that was my day today. My boy was over at the place today, and he was on Steam all day. He was on my PC all day. <laughs> so speaking of PC mail. You know, uh, just real quickly before we jump to the news here, I know that uh, I'm just looking at, you know, PC parts and stuff. I know I've sent you a couple of things and mm-hmm. you've kind of briefly looked over them, but I just wanted to talk about that real quick. And that is a just trying to build a PC for my son and something that'll last of a couple of years, at least, you know, where I want to say at least three years, but I know that there's parts that are going to be upgraded. Um but yeah, the, uh, you know, I think the hardest thing was like trying to find is like what, what case he wants, you know, or what's, yeah. the, there is no, like I, one thing I found out, like there is no best PC case. <laughs> no, it's just a, it's a matter of your own preference and style in a way, you know, you, some people I talk to don't want any kind of glass windows. They just want a computer case, you know, they don't need anything real fancy. Some people want, you know, like mine's all glass on the front, on the sides, you know, and plenty of room. Some people want a real big tower. Some people want a small one. You know, there's a wide variety. Um, the biggest thing I look for is just, like, functionality, how well, you know, it, it supports fans, how, how what kind of ventilation does it have, can it keep everything cool because, you know, like putting high-end hardware in there, that stuff runs hot. So you want to keep it as, poss- you know, cool as possible. So I'm always kind of doing, like, looking at different cases and just – Seeing where the fans will go is the biggest thing is, you know, it's like, okay, I was pulling air in from the front and it's pulling air out the back. So it's got air coming through the case that way. Sometimes you have some air blowing back out the top or from underneath. It just kind of depends, you know, so my case actually can pull air from underneath and it can pull air from the front and it can pull air from the, the right side. Actually, the side where there's no window, it actually has vents back there and the way my fans are positioned, they can pull air in from that right side. So, which is kind of nice. That's great. So, yeah, I have air coming from all different directions. Yeah, because that was the one thing where I think there were just hundreds of YouTube videos on. Uh, you know, I can't recommend this case, but this case is all right, and this one's, you know, it's it does have the you know really good cooling and you know placement for fans and but uh, just trying to find the right one is like it's like it's tough. But um, the one thing I did find was like. I think if you always want to go with an easy case, always get the biggest case. Like yeah, I mean because... that can give you plenty of cooling because it's gonna be so big already. And if you know, you go like... with a full size tower, sure. Yeah, right, and that's the thing too, where you know you order a graphics card, you don't know if it's gonna be something like something I received from like when I got the iBuy Power thing, which was like this compact 1060, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. graphics card, right? And then when I went to get a replacement, it was like four inches longer than that one you know it's like holy crap it's not going to fit in there (laughs) for the most part you know most cases and graphics cards are pretty much a standard size so like the one you have was more of a micro build and they make specific graphics cards for those 
so you can buy a smaller graphics card and the form factor is a little shorter you know and yeah. stuff on them but typically they're the longer ones and they fit in the most standard cases so they kind of match up well together but just what happens to be it seems to be like when you buy the small case that's more the abnormally and so you have to know to get a small power supply you have to know to get a small graphics card and yeah usually like those you know you have a micro motherboard and the micro motherboard only has two ram slots where most motherboards have four ram slots so they're, they're limited somewhat but they're really nice when you get those small ones you can like put it in the living room you know by you know by your tv and some people are using it as like a media center or like you know, it was like a like a tebow i've even seen music like tebows where you can actually run your your tv into them and you can record and, and stuff like that like a dvr and so like i thought that. that was kind of old school stuff you know that yeah and that is that. kind of old but yeah, that was what they were pushing for, for i remember those you know put your cable you can coaxial cable into the back of your you know your cable card <laughs> right yeah yeah that, i remember that being a thing for a while um but but speaking of hardware uh, just hit on this real quick gunny tomorrow i know the time this episode come out it might be actually too late let's let's get this uploaded tomorrow morning um tomorrow afternoon at noon my time and nine nine a.m your time i believe over pacific time it, nvidia is having an announcement tomorrow and it, it's about 90 percent believed that, that this is where they're going to announce a new graphics card the 3090 or something or yeah yes. so the 3000 series is going to be coming out and their speculation is going to be the 3090 we don't know if there's going to be a ti it might just be 3090 then 3080 70 and 60 but they're claiming the 3090 is going to be 50 percent faster than the 30 or the 2080 ti so we can be a, a significant jump in, in performance again um, from what these 20 series cards, I call them 20 series, you know, 2000 right. series cards were, you know, those weren't that much of a jump from the, the 1000, like the 1070 and the 2070 wasn't much of a jump in performance. It was just the fact that it had support for ray tracing and stuff where this one's actually the next jump in performance again. So these new cards should, you know, be coming out probably with, by November, I'm gonna say maybe maybe even they'll have I have them right away. I don't know, because I haven't seen some stuff from like Zodiac and a couple of like uh, MSI and you know they always come out like a month after Nvidia announces their Founders Edition, and I'm seeing leaked pictures of these already. So this stuff might come out really soon. They might have been just waiting for a little while. Um, they typically release this stuff in like late spring. They announce it, and it comes out usually in, like, June or July. So they're a little behind because of COVID. Right. So this might, you know, get announced tomorrow and maybe come out in, like, October or November. You know, I can see that happening. I, I definitely see it happening before the councils come out because I don't think, as weird as it sounds, I know they don't compete with councils. I don't think they like the council, the new councils being as powerful as, like, a 20-series graphics card. They don't want that to happen. You know, they got to make sure they have their, their graphics card more powerful than what you can get on an Xbox. Of course, yeah. You know, they got to keep that one step ahead. But, you know, it's this new 3090 is rumored to be about $1,400. So very, Ouch. very pricey. So we'll see. I might have to start putting money back to buy one, and then I'll yeah. give my son this 2080 I, Super that I have. I follow the PC Gamer on Twitter, so I'm always like, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely see that tomorrow and read the details on what it is, and then I'll wait for the YouTube videos to say, "Look, it's only thirty percent faster 
not 50, right. <laughs> 32% faster. Yeah, that's the thing, too, is kind of, you know, obviously they're going to hype it up as much as they can, but wait wait for these reviews to come out and see, because there's guys like Gamers Nexus, who I really like on YouTube. They have a really good channel, and they really get technical, and they really break those down, and they will they will figure that out and, and tell you how well this thing runs. Is that the guy with the long hair? Yes. Yes, him. He's the one, like, I think I was clicking on videos looking for that case, and he was popping up everywhere. Yeah, Gamers oh, Nexus. Oh, man, they... They do a really good channel over there on their YouTube channel, again, at Gamers Nexus, and they are some smart people. <laughs> I mean, they really tear it. They'll tear a graphics card down completely and, and go through the whole entire thing, and they have some really neat videos. So and they do computer cases and everything. They measure airflow and temperatures and benchmarks. They just go all out. Yeah, he definitely, they know their stuff for sure. So Yeah, even more so than like, uh, Oh, what's the one that, that really breaks down games? Minus um, tech tips, maybe? No, no. Uh, Jesus was mentioned the other day. Like, they did Horizon Zero Dawn when it came out. I want to say Digital Foundry. Not oh, Digital those Foundry. guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they do. I only watch them for, like, they do, yeah, random things. In me, I only see random videos. I don't think I subscribe to them. Yeah, I only look for right, what's important they, to me, and then I'll go look for it. I know they do some breakdowns, too, but that's what Gamers Nexus does. And they got, you know, a cool channel and stuff, and I really like watching them. So, but, yeah, so... Do your research, you know, before you jump out and buy one right away. I'm not going to go out and pre-order one just yet. I'll wait and see, you know, what the numbers look like. And before I know, I need to drop, you know, 800 per se at 3080. Whatever, I'm going to drop 1400 for a, a 3090. You know, how much of a performance difference is there going to be between a 3080 and a 3090 and yeah. that kind of stuff. So to see where that sweet spot's at, where I'm not just paying three or $400 more for, say, 10% more performance or something, you know. Exactly. So, something to watch. But uh, so it's kind of exciting to see, you know, some new hardware coming out. It's been a couple of years since they've announced a new card. So, yeah, and I think tomorrow. that's the other thing, too. Like you had mentioned it before, talking about you're buying the latest and the greatest, and then whatever firmware patch comes out for it's not quite working the way it should because it's brand new. It's like, Right. You think you'd, you'd get the first yeah. patch ever, paying the most amount of money, but yeah, but yeah, I mean it's you know and then you know I don't have to upgrade this twenty eighty for me would last quite a while, but I like to stay on top of it, you know. So but most people, if you buy a twenty eighty, you're good for a long time yet. You know, you could you can play all these next generation games that are coming out, like these new Xbox games that are coming out for the Series X. You can be able to play them on a twenty eighty. I just like to keep the newest cards you know in my pc so i'll take my 2080 and give it to my son and, and actually probably give nips my 1070 i had in my old pc that my son uses so yeah yeah i'm sure like when i upgrade maybe his pc and you know we'll be swapping parts back and forth and eventually i'll get an, a new one as well but, yeah no, uh, even your your list you have now you know we had like a 2000 series graphics card so you're gonna want to you know have a 3000 series now because there's going to be no point in buying a, a 2070 or 2080. I don't think they're – actually, I think they stopped production of them. So you would have to find a used one or find one that's been sitting on the shelves. You know, the same way like, you know, the Xbox was. You know, they stopped the series – or the, uh, the Xbox One X. The only way you're going to find one is a used one or you're going to find one that's been sitting on the shelf that's never been bought. Yeah. So that's the same thing with these graphics cards. You know, these 20 series graphics cards, they've stopped production of them already. They, they did that like a month and a half ago. So, you know, what if you find one, yeah, you can buy one, but you might as well wait because you can pay the same price for a 3000 series and you might as well just get that. 
because it's not like they don't just lower the prices of the ones that are sitting around on the shelves. They they will keep them things at full price. They will. Yeah. And they will they release these new three thousand series for the same price. So then you can be like, I have this you know, thirty eighty or twenty eighty and they're both eight hundred dollars, you know, which one are you gonna buy? Obviously you're gonna buy the you know, the thirty eighty. Yeah. But could be but expensive. No, that's, that's all I got. I just wanna throw that in there real quick, some PC hardware talk. Yeah, good times, man. Let's go over to talk about some news. We have breaking news. Oh, breaking news, huh? Breaking news. Can I get a breaking news sound bit over there? Breaking news. Breaking news. We don't have much on the news front here, but moving over to what do we have here? Halo. Halo. Remember that game that was going to come out? Oh, yeah. With the Xbox. The game seems to be in so much trouble right now for some reason. I'm getting some bad vibes from this game. I don't know. Yeah, it's... I haven't been kept... I, you know what's hard to tell for me is is what's what's almost like what's true and what's not and what's coming from straight from Microsoft or or I want to say Bungie uh, 343 or or is it just like is it just an article that PCGamer.com yeah. came out you know what I mean it's almost like yeah it's like I got to keep it all straight as to because, what's, you what's know, actually like, true you know back to square one here you know when they first showed the game in their in their event you know the Xbox event they seemed really proud of it. You know, they were like, this is Halo, and they showed a lot of footage. And then it took, what, a couple of days, and people started complaining. They're like, this game doesn't look that great. You know, and, you know, they did that. I think it was Digital Foundry did a breakdown of it, and they're like, oh, these backgrounds and this and that. And then, you know, they come out and was like, oh, well, this, that might have been an early video. It's like, why would you be showing an early video? If you have something better, Yeah. you know they're going to be showing the better video that they had. And you know they put this thing together specifically for this show. So that pretty much tells me that's their best content that they had. So they don't have a better version. So that's where it looks like right now. Then everybody, like, jumping on them, like, it doesn't look great. Then you then we've seen articles, you know, like last time I was on the show, that they were bringing in outside developers to help make this game, you know, all of a sudden. And then who was it? The, the creator of Halo, I think, stepped down or from 343? I... I don't know, but we have... So, the article I have here in front of me is Veteran Joseph Staten is returning with Halo Infinite. Uh, he's a former Bungie director of cinematics, will become Infinite's project lead for the campaign. Uh, so, it goes on to say here that developer responsible... He's responsible for shaping the Halo universe. Uh, he's returning to the series, worked as director... Uh, he worked at Bungie among other roles and is temporary, temporarily joining 343 Industries as a project lead for Halo's Infinite Campaign. Hmm. So he joined Microsoft back in 2014. And I don't know what he's doing, like what he was doing just prior to them, him joining 343. But either way, he worked at Microsoft. He works at Microsoft. Um, so he was a story director on destiny before leaving Bungie and since then has had a hand in several first party Microsoft projects including Killer Instinct, Quantum Break Re ReCore and Crackdown 3 amongst others so I don't you know I don't know if this is even like I mean I guess Halo is really under that microscope mm -hmm. so yeah of course we're going to try to we're going to get everything we can on everything Halo as far as like yeah, I don't know. It's 
you know, and again, I, I'll just say that I'm not a big Halo fan, so it wasn't like I was expecting anything out of that show anyway. So it looked like whatever. Right. It looks like Halo to me, and they're kind of going back to their Combat Evolved <laughs> roots here. Yeah, that's that's my stance on it, too. I, I, don't, I don't really play a whole lot of Halo, you know, mainly because I've always played on PC. I really didn't play a whole bunch of Xbox, so, you know, now I have my Xbox One X and all that stuff, but um, I never really was in the Halo series, and... It, the video looked okay to me. I wasn't saying, you know, this game looks bad or anything like that. I'm like, it looked like Halo. And it looked like it could be a good time. But it just seems like it's such a, like, it's flux right now. You know, like, it, you yeah. know, these, these people, you know, they're bringing people in to help make it. And then, then a guy leaves and they're bringing, like, this guy in. And, you know, like, they're bringing in, like, temporary help. And it just, it sounds like they're just, like, they put a product out there in that demo. And it wasn't received well. And they're trying to change it now. You know, like almost kind of like Microsoft's like, we got to make this better. We got to make this and this and this and, you know, and bring in as much people and talent as we can to get this thing changed as fast as possible. And I just, that kind of worries me, you know, just, you know, as you start to, I think as you do a game a certain way and then you get almost done with it and then you're like, we need to change what we're doing. Let's bring in all these out, this outside help to help us get it hammered down. It just... It worries me that it, it could lose its, you know, its its way in a way, or or it could feel like a rushed product, you know. And so I just feel like Microsoft is really hammering to get this out, and I'm afraid they're just going to rush and get it out there. Yeah, it's it's possible. So it just goes on to say that uh, it also addresses rumors regarding Halo's Infinite's release window and platform support. Uh, the game definitely won't be pushed to 2022 the post re- reads nor will support for the original xbox one be dropped so i know they confirmed that that was last week they confirmed that no it's still coming out for the og xbox one and the xbox series x so it'll be on all platforms game pass you name it um yeah it's it's almost like i i just was thinking that i know yeah, I, I know it all kind of ties in, and I get it. Microsoft's trying to get everything. They want to rush this, right? Well, not so much of a rushed product, but they want to get as many people on this as possible because it is their flagship game. Right. You know, it's not Forza. It's not Gears. It's Halo. And I still think there's a possibility, just me, I still think there's a possibility they will delay the console until Halo is ready. I honestly think that. I thought that even back month and a half ago um and especially when they showed this video of halo and it and it flopped in some people's you know minds that oh it's it's, it sucks and we don't want this game and it's not the game we want so i thought okay when they went back to the drawing board said it's totally being delayed oh yeah this is definitely gonna play into that so yeah it's i'm sure that's a hard discussion you know that's that's why they make the big dollars you know because do you do you try to just continue to release the Xbox and, and put it out there for the holidays? Or do you sit back and you wait and you give it more time for production? You have more time for supply. You know, you get more of them, more of them on hand so you can sell more when it becomes time to release it. And say you wait until, say, spring of next year. Say I, spring of 2021. Right. I, and then the economy might be... People might not be able to afford by the PlayStation and the Xbox. So you're forcing people to buy two anyways. And... So, you might get more sales 
by going down the road anyways, you know, because people don't have a lot of extra money right now because of COVID and stuff. You know, still a lot of people are still. Yeah, I think that's the, why they're the also. That. Yeah, that's another reason, too, right, that that I'm sure Microsoft and Sony are secretly like, what do we price this at? People are hurting right now. The economy is hurting, you know, people's wallets are hurting. So what we can't we can't really, you know. Maybe that's what they're waiting on. That who knows, right? That's that could be it. We can't say five hundred guys. Could we say six hundred? No, not at times like these. So I definitely don't think they can say six hundred. I don't know why. I just I just feel like six hundred for it's too much. I don't I don't know why. And I just it's just my gut and it tells me that it just sounds like a wrong price. Like it just yeah. to me it just sounds wrong. And I'm not even you know like I said I buy I buy these consoles now, but it just six hundred sounds crazy to me you know 500 sounds like a good spot you know even though i'll spend that money on a graphics card and, and all, but that's completely different for some reason in my mind but these consoles i feel like 500 is like that sweet spot like i don't think you should really want to go over that number because then it becomes unaffordable for people you know because then it becomes a more expensive investment obviously but it just you know when you start talking six seven hundred dollars to get into that ecosystem because you need to buy games or an extra controller or, yeah. you know, you're not just, we're not just talking Especially the price the of just a console, you know, it doesn't come with two controllers and let's face it, you know, a lot of people buy these consoles, they probably have more than one kid, you know? Yeah. And That's so the thing, right? Where really you playing together. So you're buying, okay, yeah. you got to have another controller because, you know, the, the little brother or little sister doesn't want to use the old Xbox one controller. They got to have a new one too. <laughs> you know? See, so, that would have been a good thing where, you know, if, if Johnny's in the, if he's in somewhere, Target, Walmart, GameStop, and he's telling mom, no, mom, if I buy the Xbox, the new Xbox, Halo comes with it because it's Game Pass and I already have it. I remember you bought it for me, so I already have it. I don't have to buy the games. You know what I mean? So, so buy me an extra controller, mom. <laughs> yeah, right? that is nice, I will that need the extra controller. It's the only thing you're going to have to spend money on. That is great about Game Pass is the fact that again it, you know, you're paying that monthly subscription where you get games right away, and you won't have to make that initial purchase. And I remember, I remember back in the day, like this is back in like '95, Gunny, when uh, the PlayStation came out. I remember driving and buying one of those, and I remember I think it was, I, I'm sketchy on the price anymore. I want to say it was 400. I want to say it was like 399, or it could have been 499. I don't remember now. The original PS One. I think it was four. I think. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. I I'm thinking it was three ninety-nine. I'm thinking it was three ninety-nine. But I remember buying three games with it in an extra controller, and I remember it's been in. I was thinking it was like six hundred dollars. Yeah. And I was like, "Holy cow!" That was back in '95. Right. Yeah. I think but... I paid three hundred. Oh gosh, that would have been. I don't know. Ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Yeah, somewhere in that time frame but but yeah it was obviously you know prices had dropped by then so i had that thing for a long time i don't know what happened to it but um moving on mail more console stuff sony offering limited ps5 pre-orders directly from its website so one of the things i know that playstation had talked about this before about how you could order directly from them and this will keep because if they have a limited inventory then this will keep uh what are they called what are those people that, that tend to buy them all up and put them on ebay oh, like, like almost like your scalpers like these scalpers, people buy stuff yeah. and yeah 
But somebody had said, look, if, if whoever the scalper is, like these people, they have a lot of money, right? They'll just make like 15, 30 email accounts or something. Yeah. I think Brink put that on there. I was like, no, damn it. Don't give them any ideas because this was one comforting thing. I always thought that this would be good. If, if, if Sony does this, if Xbox does this, this is awesome, you know, that I'm totally down with just ordering it directly from the website. And, and and also don't don't we have to register on this website and then they'll they'll get they'll contact us if you are chosen to be able to pre-order is that is that what I'm yes. kind of hearing right so you have to already have an account and somebody had said was it in Discord or somewhere else where it was based on how many trophies you have like oh like like how much you're actually playing and yeah how much you actually play out. and I was like oh that's interesting I think yeah well that would guarantee that I wouldn't get one because I haven't had a PlayStation since the PlayStation two. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not in that ecosystem. So, so it probably, if that's, out. so if that's true, right. And let's just say you have a Sony account. I think you can just go to Sony.com and make an account right now, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> but it does right. put you at the bottom of the list. Hmm. So that, that kind of, that's kind of interesting to me. Say, say, let's say they have a limited number of PlayStations they can give out, you know, they can sell. And what, what if Sony just says, we're not going to give GameStop any PlayStation 5s or Target, and we're just going to sell them directly through us. You know, that could really hurt Target and GameStop and, and all them. That could. Vendors, you know, especially GameStop. That would really hurt GameStop if they couldn't sell a new system. I know they don't make a lot of money on them, but, you know, that that's a draw. You know, that's a big draw. If you don't have a yeah. PS5 in a video game store, then you're going to be hurt because somebody's going to be buying them somewhere else. But if if say there's only so many PS5s out there and, and Sony kind of knows that, I would wonder if they can just directly ship it through them. And they were like, they're just kind of like, you know what? We'll just do it this way since we have such a limited supply, maybe. Interesting. And that, that could be yeah. kind of rough. Yeah, that would be it. Was, it was just strange times. I would just wonder how how long would they would they have that limited supply? And I don't think it's even like a supply issue. I think it's more about getting it to store shelves is what some of these retailers are talking, mm-hmm. right? So it wasn't so much that they only made so many PlayStations or Xboxes. It's about getting it to the, you know, because it's all made in China. Everything, it's all it's all made there. Yes, Foxconn does have companies here in the U.S. and in the U.K., but all of the consoles are made in mainland China, right? No, No other place. So that's where they make them, and it's just about getting them here, you know, and... And, and you got to keep that flow coming in, right? It takes a couple months to get from that on a ship, you know, and these things are massive, by the way. They come into Los Angeles and they come into New Jersey and New York and Texas and wherever. I don't know. It's just, yeah, I think that's some of the articles I've been reading is just a matter of getting them all on the, on the shelves for the holiday. So I don't know. How would Sony even change that? But if they, it's, I don't know. It's just a strange time, so. But I'm down with it, man. I'm down with these guys just, you know, doing it this way rather than scalpers buying like 40 at a time or whatever. Yeah. That's BS. That's going to be the hard thing. That yeah, always pissed me off, especially with the uh, Nintendo Classic. I remember, um, I think it was when we first started, you know, kind of revitalized the podcast here. And I was like, I really want one of those. And, and I'm so excited to get one. And scalpers bought them all up because they only yeah. made a limited supply. So I was like, you know what? Screw you, Nintendo. That, that just ticked me off to no end. Um, let's see here. Oh, so we have 
Just a moment of silence here for the Black Panther star. It's not video game related, but Chadwick Boseman has passed away at the age of 43. One of the Avengers. All right, folks, move it on. Madden 21. It's had a rocky start. So the devs have said, this is just the start, people. So we're working on it. Somebody had compared this to like a, almost like an anthem type situation with Madden 21. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. EA has now reiterated that the launch is just beginning. Madden NFL is a live service, and longtime players know that the launch is just start of an annual Madden jury, uh, journey. Uh, to that end, Title II update came out with the game's official release on August 28th. And it includes fixes for the face of the franchise and ultimate teams, amongst other areas of the game. EA is planning another substantial update to be released in September, closer to the start of the NFL season. Uh, I don't think we're getting NFL this year, are we? Uh, the patch sounds like it will provide fixes for some of Madden's 21 most annoying and frustrating bugs. The bugs, they vary in frequency for the players. Some are common, some are rare, but we recognize... When one is experiencing, it can be frustrating, EA said. As an example, we've seen one bug where field art is not showing up for a small number of players that has been difficult for us to reproduce. However, we have a fix and it is coming in the next update. Hmm. I always thought these games looked good. I, I know I've played them just to kind of get some of the easier achievements. <laughs> because, yeah. hey, they're achievements. I earned them. I had to play the game. I enjoy I enjoy sitting down playing some Madden with the kids, you know, on the on the TV, you know, on the Xbox here and there. But I I just find that, you know, you think they would have the Madden series pretty much bug free by this point, you know? They 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 release the one every year. Right, every year. Yeah. <laughs> How so do you they screw this have up? Plenty of practice making a Madden game. Yeah, well, I think also I, again I'm gonna I'm gonna have to stick up with EA on this one because. It's funny because they're not saying it anywhere in this article and I'm just kind of reading through it, but I do believe it has to do with everybody's working from home. Yeah. Right. They are. Movie. I'm telling you, if you, if I drove down to Redwood city right now where EA is, you know, there's probably two cars in the parking lot, just like over at Microsoft on the other side of the, of the, of the bay. Right. Yeah, I remember, there's uh, a one car had... in the parking lot. That's it. Yeah. We've had that discussion, you know, off air before where <laughs> you were like, yeah, you, I, I'm going down there and, there's like three cars in both of the parking lots combined. There's just nobody working. Nobody. You know, they're all working zero. Yeah. And this is on a Monday, you know, so I had to go down there on a Monday. And and guess, and yeah. And then you go to the apartment complex because my wife works for these, uh, this company that owns all these complexes. Some of, you know, and they're very upscale. A lot of them are. And none of the cars run. You know, and it's just right. a strange thing. None of the cars run. All those cars that all those people have the, all their laptops, right? Because... They Uber, they get their Grubhubs, they, you know what I mean? Everything is like, why would I need a car? I just get my groceries online, yeah. you know? That's it. Very I convenient. I see that here in Ohio. Like, my apartment complex here, there's, where I park, there's probably like 10 cars that never move. <laughs> yeah, we have <laughs> them too, where we live. Um, they they work for Google or, um, yeah, other companies that support Google or Apple. Yeah. Even though we're not close, like, we're still, you know hour and a half away from Apple and Google. Anyway, so, yeah, that is that. I think, uh, anything else in the news, Mayo? You saw 
Um, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, I will yeah. What do we got here over here on the gamer spot? Um, da, 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 Project Cars 3 is out. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Did it, that. Is, it didn't look that good. And it's getting mixed reviews on Steam right now. So well, we'll see. Project okay. Cars is a really fun game in VR. Uh, if you have an Oculus, that game is really, really fun in VR. Um, I don't know about Project Cars 3. It says VR support. So. I'm sure it does, but I don't know how good it is in the VR. But the game to me is what video I've seen. Like I tried watching some streams, and I don't know what kind of resolution these guys are playing at, or what kind of graphic settings they're running on. You know, cause you can have a variety on the PC. But these guys, the stream isn't like the game didn't look that great. You know, mm-hmm. I expect a, the last project card looked really good, and I expected this one to look really, really good. And to me, I was just kind of like. Yeah, it looks like the last one. You know? Yeah. So again, but it could be their settings. So. What about Crusader Kings Three? That just came out. No, that comes out tomorrow. Actually. September first, Crusader Kings Three. Um. Yeah. So there's another. New game coming out. Uh. Let's see. Uh. Marvel Avengers. That when does that launch? Um, the beginning of September, September here. September 4th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we are, I uh, talked to Ryan, I think we're getting Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I haven't seen any reviews for it. Where are the reviews for those? Maybe those already came out. I'm going to check. Not that it makes a difference. I'm going to play it. But uh, yeah, Marvel Avengers, Early Access, Day 1 Patch and more. So yeah, we'll definitely learn more about Marvel Avengers. I don't know if I'm picking that up or not. I don't know. I was going to play, they have a free beta test. They did have a free test on Steam. And I downloaded it and I went to play it. And I really wasn't feeling like, I came over this late one night. I went to go play it and I downloaded it, launched it. And they wanted me to register it and link it to one of my accounts. And I just closed it. I'm like, I'm not messing with it right now. I'm trying to remember what account I had to link it to or anything. And I was just like, yeah, eh, I ain't going to mess with this right now. And it wouldn't let me continue on with That's the weird. beta until it... I registered it. So I was, I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'll buy the game when it comes out, or at least hear what is being said about it, and then maybe buy it. But I think uh, I don't think it asked me to do any of that stuff. Maybe, hmm, yeah, maybe it. What is it? Square Enix? Who is doing that? Who's uh? I think it was Square Enix. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it asked me to link any accounts, but it just maybe let me play it. You already had something linked, also. You could have you could have linked it with your Xbox with a different game. No, and then it so. What? No, I played this. Oh my! I swear, I played this on Steam. Pretty sure that's the beta I downloaded. I don't think I played it on Xbox. Who knows? Maybe I did. I don't remember. Moving on. All right. What do we have for the console quarter, folks? We've got. I better change the dates on these. So I still have for August. It is still August technically. So for the PlayStation Plus. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. That is now on Steam, I saw. That came out about a week ago. So that was just a very limited time that that was on PlayStation. Um, But yeah, you can now buy that on Steam, I believe. And Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered. So I think even in the beginning week of September, you can still download those games on your PlayStation. Good games to grab while you can. You know, it's it's good games. 
So I did. I did dabble a little bit in Fallout. Have you played that yet, Gunny? No, I don't even know if I even bothered to download it. <laughs> I claimed <laughs> I it. it. Oh well, I it did it automatically it. download. Never mind, it does. <laughs> oh, and Johnny okay. and Dalton, them, they did invite me Sunday, but no, I just stayed here on Xbox and waited for them to come over here. I think we could we could have fun probably if we played in a group. You know, just kind of sitting back playing by myself. It's okay, but you know, playing with Jonathan D Hall over there and maybe like the news machine and you know and Andrew and them um, might be a good time. You know, get a party of like yeah. three or four people together. I might just sell the the stinking VR and bring the PlayStation here in the living room or in the bedroom because you know after you spend all day at the lake and then you come home you're like I want to jump back between room and room, stay in one spot. I gotta start making use of that PlayStation. But moving over to the Xbox, Xbox One, Games for Gold. This month, you can claim, or the beginning of the month of September, Tom Clancy's The Division. So that is The Division 1. Yeah. If you've never played that series, that'd be a good time to pick it up and play it. I mean, yeah. it's not a whole lot different from the new one. You know, in all honesty, I mean, it's a different environment, but the game plays the same. It does. Yep. Yeah, I say, uh, yeah, definitely get this one. There's a lot to it. They've always added more to it. Uh, matter of fact, I did play, before we start recording, I did jump into The Division 2. Just kind of check it out and, and just go shoot some goons. That was my whole point. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to get to some new areas, and it was just complicated. Like, okay, there's new side missions. Okay, I haven't played it in a while. How do I get there? Okay, at the base headquarters, go to the helicopter, and it'll take you there. I don't know, it, and it just doesn't. So I'm like, I was just being impatient with it. So wherever it did take me, I was like, okay, fine. Let me just go shoot bad people. That's all I want to do. <laughs> Even though I bought more DLC on Xbox, I, I did want to get in to play some mouse and keyboard. So just a short time in there. Check out new weapons and yeah. So yeah, Division 1 on Xbox One and your Xbox compatible game, D-Blob 2. I might have played this back in the day. The D-Blob. I think I played the first one. I couldn't even tell you what it's about. Definitely a, for a younger audience. Um, moving on to Game Pass for Xbox. We have... The first one is called Tell Me Why. Yeah. I've been hearing good about this. Like I said, this I want to kind of play that maybe tomorrow. I don't have... I'm not going to even bother with this one. I know... It's episodic. Uh, it's that French company that made this. And I remember I did see this at the some of the E3 events. Yeah, is it Don't Nod? Is that e... the studio? It might be. might be those guys. Did they do... Uh... Uh, Life is Strange. Yes, that's it. Yeah, so... Whoever made Life is Strange and made this. Okay, yeah. So the, the same people. Tell me why. And I think there's a couple episodes on there they might have put on there on Game Pass. And your second one is called Wasteland 3. So that is on the PC and the Xbox. I believe all these games I just mentioned are on both the console and the PC. And the new Super Lucky's Tale. I never heard the, played the first Lucky's Tale. And I don't know. I think I downloaded this one. I might play it. Definitely. That's know. kind of a funny title because uh, Lucky's Tale is actually owned by Facebook and Oculus. It's a VR game. And then okay, they so... partnered. They partnered with Microsoft, and they made Super Lucky Tale, 
And now this new one is called New Super Lucky Tail. So this is the third one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the VR version was pretty fun, actually. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I know I think Ryan played it. I couldn't tell you if it's any good or not. Uh, so we are gold free play days. I did not see any of those. I think I won't see those until tomorrow. I don't know. I didn't see any earlier. Those are just the games you can take, download, play the heck out of them. Almost like a Game Pass thing, but you get them for a week. Uh, moving over to... Uh, I got some things jumbled over here. We have Epic. We got two free ga great games on the Epic Store. We have first one is called Hitman. So this is the one from 2016. A lot of content there. Great, great story. Go get the first Hitman 2016. And the second one, Shadowrun, the Shadowrun Collection. So the Shadowrun Collection is a unique cyberpunk meets fantasy world of Shadowrun that has gained huge a huge cult following. Since its creation nearly 25 years ago. Go get that. I believe it. what it does is it downloads three games. I think so. Yep. So I went and I went and did... I downloaded the third one. Haven't played it yet. But I have it downloaded. Um, playing on playing that. And Steam has a free game. I noticed they've been doing this a lot now. It's called Dark Fracture the Prologue. So they've been doing a lot of prologue. So why don't they just call them demos? Right. I don't know. It it pretty much is right. Like the last game I I had mentioned the last two weeks in a row, the prologue was pretty much just hey check out this uh, demo for the game we've got. It's it's coming out soon, but check it out. It's a prologue. Yeah. It's just interesting wording. That's all it is. You can go claim that. But I think that's where we're at the end of the show. Uh, we have a community question. We do this last. Let's do this last community question. I know. Oh my gosh! I know that Jonathan had asked last week. Let me just double check here because I don't think we put one on Facebook. Uh, but it was uh, what platform exclusive character in the Marvel universe would you choose to be on Xbox and/or the PC in Marvel Avengers? And I know my Nipron had put Fat Thor. <laughs> <laughs> that was from the latest Avengers movie. Hmm. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Oh, Commander Nips, he says, uh, he mentioned on GFNG, but he would go big and get all the X-Men. Yeah, I was going to put, like, uh, definitely put, like, some of the X-Men on there for sure. Um, Normie. Oh, she says somebody to choose from. I would pick Hawkeye, the Hawkeye. But I can't aim worth the link. So my next would be Captain America. Uh, because he can take a punch and give a bigger one back. So it would yeah. make a better game. He's over there. Yeah. Captain America, that would be a good one to just say it's exclusive to Xbox. <laughs> to the Xbox only. Yeah. Oh, man. What about somebody like... Uh, I'm not even sure who all is in this Avengers game. What about somebody like uh, Vision or Scarlet Witch? I, I don't know if I've seen them guys in that. So you could add one of those characters in there. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, hey, or how about... was it? Was it Quicksilver? I think he's he died in one of. I don't remember. I'm, I'm just... Silver Surfer? I don't know. No, <laughs> I don't know all Silver of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about Spider Man? Yeah, well, Sony can have Spider Man. It's okay. Keep your Spider Man, Sony. Keep it. Keep them. It's fine. 
I was thinking. I don't know. I mean, I just go Iron Man. Fuck it. But then there was Iron Man VR. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, just before the game came out, Sony's like, "Hey, we're taking Iron Man too, and you can't have him." (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I we've got a question. Let's just ask this one for next week, Mail. If video games were a sport, what one would you be considered a pro at? Hmm. Dead cells. That's right. I already answered it for you. I for me it'd probably be I don't know what would it be I don't know we'll find out next week folks so that is your question of the week if you were an esports person what what were you what game are you a pro at other than that mail I think we're at the end of the show this is it it's been good yeah stealing stealing the show kicking Jesus out again bye Jesus <laughs> go find him. Go find that Jesus walks a lot on everything on Steam, on you play on the Blizzard app where he's playing that Call of Duty. What did he want us to mention? I got my phone here. He wanted oh, us to man. say that if he was a pro at video games, he'd be a pro at what would he be a pro at? It wouldn't be Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got some. My kids over here yelling. I gotta close this door. Uh, oh, he's got some platinum guns, and he's got a level, and he's level fifty-five in the battle pass. That's why he didn't want to come on the show. He's too yeah, busy with he, Call of Duty. He was like, oh, I gotta play Call of Duty, guys. I can't make it. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, and he says that he would be basically sports, so he'd be a pro in Animal Crossing. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, he Fuck did. Yeah. You know, he was he was looking at that for a while. Normally, you know. <laughs> But go find me. Go find me, Gunny Chief. One word. On Xbox. On the Uplay store. Where I play a little bit of The Division, too. And over on Steam. And over on that Sony PlayStation. I am HDP underscore Gunny. Twitter, Gunny Chief. Where do we find you, Mayo? Hey, you're going to find me pretty much everywhere is the Mayo 01. And then you can find me on Discord as the Mayo. Um, I, I remember hearing, uh, I can't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago, Jesus was picking on us, saying, you know, we don't have our same name on every platform, you know, right. unlike him, <laughs> who got lucky and got his own, you know, on Sony, but uh, I'll have to work on that and see, most of it's all in the mail 01, so, so it's it's pretty much there, so, so we'll, you'll find me there, find me, find me on Discord, that's the easiest way to do it, or find me in the Facebook group. Um, you'll see the little mayo jar beside my uh, my logo. The real mayo. All right, guys. What does Gidget say? Mayo. Peace out. Brussels sprouts. Catch us on the next show, the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye. See ya.